Hello, friends of friends. My name is Abby. If you haven't been here, as I always start. And if you have, welcome back. Some of the episodes will be in Spanish. Some of the episodes will be in English. Pick your poison. I don't make the rules, but I do. But I don't have rules. I just do based on mood. So thank you for joining me today. And there was nothing really crazy that I wanted to say. I just think it's really important to kind of reiterate some of the thoughts that I have around self-care. Excuse me. Um, I'm trying to pull up my Instagram because as I've said before, I have a bunch of different things that, you know, I pin on my Instagram and one of them has been ID abuse and how to identify abuse in other people. And so it's very easy to be able to feel offended or annoyed or frustrated with other people when they don't understand you. And it's a culture right now that we have is to be able to call out someone's wrongs and that's okay. But we don't want to be calling out wrongs in, in an emotional way because then you're not leading off of reality. And so that doesn't make you a liar. That doesn't make you fake. That doesn't make you wrong. It just makes you disorganized. And so it's not an insult to be disorganized, but you want to be able to stand up for yourself in a way where people cannot kind of deny what you're saying. So there's a couple things that I think are valuable that have helped me is one of the things that I shared in this and it's one single post that kind of inspired me to do this, but there are, we've heard of red flags, green flags and green flags for somebody who is not abusing you is someone who wants to hear more about why you're not feeling well, about why you're not feeling comfortable in that situation. They're making sure they check in with you. And most people might not check in on you because they're in their own thoughts, they're in their own insecurities, and it's not an insult. We're not being dismissed, but we're all really busy trying to figure life out, right? And so without that being something that prevents you from speaking up for yourself, there are other green flags from asking you if you're okay from checking in with you and not necessarily babying you but if somebody for example comes to you and says hey let's go hang out you have the right to say where and I'm only available on this day and I'm only available on this time that way you can kind of set your boundary and so that's healthy communication. Healthy communication is that you're okay with a disagreement. You can have two different opinions and you can still support each other. And even though you don't have the same opinion, it's not necessarily a disagreement, even though initially it might still feel uncomfortable to be disagreeing with somebody. But 
more so it's you know the opportunity to understand that we are essentially like surrounded by folks people friends co-workers bosses that understand our needs and so anyone that kind of shuts you down or that you have to continue apologizing to um you know kind of without knowing why you're apologizing if they're just so frustrated you know those are things that overwhelm us those are things that might cause different outcomes there might be guilt there might be anxiety there might be different emotions that distract us from focusing on our best self and so you want to surround yourself with people who are okay listening to your opinion while having theirs and this is all again free this is all completely something that we can change behaviorally ourselves and help others understand us better so something that happens to me consistently is because of my culture i am very passive and i will not it's not in my genes to tell somebody what to do however even though i don't tell other people what to do i can say what i am comfortable with and what i'm not comfortable with and they should not minimize what you're saying they should not make fun of you they should not make you have a feeling that whatever you just said is going to be used against you so if you feel like you're having to defend your opinion if you feel like you're having to stand up for someone that maybe is disappointing you often and and you just keep covering for them or you keep making them feel like they're not doing wrong it's okay uh you cheated on me it's okay i forgive you because i love you that's that's the love that we need to give ourselves and it might be going to the wrong person when we are accepting that right now it's super trendy to be toxic and it's super trendy to want to fight for the love of our life even though that they're putting us through hell and besides loyalty there's a very thin line between loyalty and succumbing or being objectified to minimizing yourself or someone else and so that's a way that we are accidentally kind of overseeing our own needs so that we can support someone else's even though the way they're living their life is not at the pace that we want to live our lives and so when those disagreements occur it's super hard because we're emotionally invested in this person or this job or these friends and people grow apart and even though people grow apart we could all do it with manners we could all say hey i don't think that we are helping each other i don't think we are supporting each other i don't feel safe here anymore and it's nothing against you i just don't feel comfortable stating my opinion because it's consistently dismissed you know and you can bring up xyz didn't really work out the way that i wanted it and and i don't want those situations to happen again and so try to know yourself a little bit better than what you did yesterday it doesn't take that 
much effort more so just trying to sit there and help yourself kind of take your anxieties and your stress and see how each time you felt anxious each time you felt stressed each time you felt sad is maybe similar than the previous times you felt that way and what is it what's causing it what's you know the consistent repetitive thing emotion word that triggers us into a bad mood or a sad mood or not comfortable because it's very important that we're comfortable because that allows us to reach out into a routine self you know self-management self-awareness self-care it's all in that and so we're not really prepared to do any of these things not from school not from parenting not from anyone just because in terms of school we have to follow the curriculum in terms of parenting we have to follow whatever idea of life these parents have and our families and our jobs and how do we make ourselves stand out a little bit better and and it's you know not not by complaining but more so just saying hey i feel best when i do xyz i feel best when i take my time at least for me i feel best when i am not around a lot of social situations every single day um i used to do hair be a cosmetologist and i was around people all day but i know of myself that when people sat in my chair closer to the end of the day i wouldn't talk i just didn't talk and so maybe i think i offered some quiet time for those folks that I cut their hair and the people that I did talk to it was a very relaxing conversation so on accident I took those things at my pace but now working you know managing conferences working in an environment where I have to speak to people that maybe don't understand me don't really care to talk to me I have to encourage them to to want to participate and and collaborate with me and teamwork and it becomes a lot more draining and there are different things that you know we could tell our bosses we can say hey i really thrive in this environment i really thrive when i'm on you know a conference call and no camera i really thrive when i am on camera i really thrive when i only take one big call a week or one or two different situations and that goes to lead your peers your boss your anyone to really understand kind of where you're okay with anytime that you voice some of those things and somebody dismisses you or tells you no or we need you to do this you do have the choice the liberty the freedom to plan on what to do next that suits you a lot better and so it's not to say that we're going to go around complaining everywhere, but that's a little bit of a tip to understand ourselves a little bit better. And so this is why journaling helps. And I don't do that enough, but sensing kind of where you're at emotionally, even when you feel at your lowest or even when you feel at your highest, we're going to have all those moments. Life is a, life is a big up and down of emotions. And so we're not to completely lock ourselves in the happiest moments because unfortunately and fortunately they go away fortunately i say because being happy consistently can be a little bit dangerous only because that gives us a false narrative of what life is we all experience loss 
we all age and that's not to get really morbid here but you know life has its ups and downs and with that we can embrace a lot of things with a calmer perspective even though it can be horrendous and even when feeling at our most horrendous depressed worst self we also need to remind ourselves that that's not the end of it that's not the only thing what 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 benefit what learning what sort of sunshine can we get from that bad situation because we can and again if we're super happy not to be antagonists or pessimists but you could say hey i was doing you know really bad before and now i'm really happy and that's okay maybe i might have a bad moment in the future but because i know that i'm really happy right now i know that another one of these feelings is going to come back and so we just kind of have to keep ourselves balanced but it all happens as i mentioned when we learn how to communicate our needs and wants and boundaries in a comfortable space and so there's a lot of different opportunities to communicate and if you are not encouraged to communicate or if you're dismissed or if someone's telling you to you know take your idea somewhere else that's a sign for you to continue planning on a safer environment that's not the end all be all there the job the people the friends or whatever is doing this to you is not a last resort there are support groups there are online forums reddit has a bunch of different groups where you can go in and talk about however you feel whether you feel depressed whether you feel really happy whether you feel manic whether you feel like you're not comfortable in your skin there's a lot of different support groups and unfortunately what i did find with some of those groups is a lot of people go in to vent and it can become a little bit depressing to see all this negativity but it can also give you a perspective and even hopefully it can encourage you to be there as a supportive person for someone else and so these are very small things that kind of lead to not only helping yourself but maybe if you have the time and the mental space and the mental awareness to go and help somebody that might have been in your shoes when maybe you find yourself in a better situation you can just offer them advice on something that they might be struggling with that you might have struggled and conquered in the past and so i mainly wanted to share those things because specifically there's not a one-way route to abuse there's physical abuse there's psychological abuse there's verbal abuse there's all kinds of abuse but if you're a child you know it becomes a lot harder to kind of stand up for yourself it's a really hard thing because we're just kind of depending on our adults and so as an adult if you have the mental space the mental awareness to realize that what you're doing or what you are sharing or even your ideas are being heard and that's who you are to the people around you whatever you say the most often whatever you do and so at least for me it's a big motivator to be able to be there for kids who can't defend themselves because I was one of those kids nobody wanted to hear my opinion nobody wanted to hear what I had to say and and that's okay they didn't have to it was just my job to not use that as a crutch to debilitate me as an adult it was more to realize that the people around me at that time just weren't prepared to understand my emotions and that's not for me to judge them they just didn't have the preparedness the emotional awareness to support me and 
they unfortunately unfortunately still struggle with that and and again it's something i can't control so because i can't control it now that i'm older i try to be an advocate for some of those things and we still may not go through the other person we still may not make ourselves heard but the fact that you say it the fact that you get it off your chest does give you a lot of peace and so i just kind of wanted to say that not because there's anything specific that is happening it's more so that it's the fact that we're always going to find difficult situations and the more they happen the more debilitating the more of a bummer it can be and even though those things are happening even though that sometimes we may not have friends that we may not have a connection or a support person we can definitely look for someone somebody some group some support forum on the internet at least I have just because it's you know the the biggest resources that I that I've been able to have that's why I look up a lot of psychology books that's why I look up a lot of health books and I have the means to do that and I have my little subscriptions to be able to expose me to different books and different authors and different doctors that put a lot of their education out there and if you don't have that again the resources out there from people that are wanting to encourage others who are suffering are endless 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 and that's why I share a lot of these things on my own Instagram on my own Facebook and not very many people participate but very large groups of people will look at the content without saying anything and I just sit here in hopes that somebody somewhere is benefiting from this because if I had heard something like that it would have helped me the thing that helped me the most and this is something that I carried into my adulthood was that if I heard songs that related to my emotional state, it gave me some hope that somebody else, not here, not nearby, not anybody that's going to talk to me, at least understands me. And they're out there. And maybe they're one person. But the fact that, you know, so many people kind of appreciate that form of art that is releasing me from my own troubles for my own problems it does help me self-soothe it helps me really feel like I'm not alone and loneliness can haunt us badly I remember being 12 and it was really hard for me to not be able to make friends because I had just moved to Arizona and nobody would talk to me and I remember just crying in my room like wondering why people didn't connect with me didn't talk to me I took a bunch of ibuprofen, Tylenol, thinking like, I don't really care. I don't care. I don't want to be here. And it, nothing happened. I just took a bunch and maybe my kidneys and whatever is all fucked up from it. But I hated life and nobody around me, even though I would tell them, my family, anybody, no one talks to me. All they would do is just pat me in the back and, and they didn't stick around. They didn't talk to me. They didn't spend time with me. They didn't asked me what I like they didn't do any of that and so literally at least for me the optimistic way that I could look at it as a child was somebody on the radio is singing something that helps me realize I'm not alone whether the people around me have zero understanding of me zero passion to know me zero curiosity about me that's okay because somewhere out there there's someone but that tiny thread that tiny tiny thread and again just the fact that I didn't realize how to process things and I know that I'm social enough to 
at least make a quick connection that gave me the motivation to try to really change that for myself. It helped me out a lot more when I turned 16 and I could work because there was people in my job that were sharing the same interests. They were trying to work at some shit pizza place with me just to make ends meet and I would learn their life and I would ask everybody about themselves and I've always been curious about just people watching and so at least for me that motivated me but it could be different for everybody it could be different for the next person and they may not be interested in talking to people but one tiny seed that I will leave is if you just offer somebody a tiny bit of help whether it's putting the groceries in the car whether it's you know picking up something that they might have dropped on accident from that you can just ask somebody hey how's it going or hey whatever and I'll see you later I'll see you tomorrow little things like that have made relationships for me very easy because it's not from a place of greed it's not from a place of using people it's just like hey I'm here and if you want to talk to me great and if you don't I'm sure I'll find somebody else to talk to and so eventually all those things kind of move forward but I fell into that same pattern when I was married and again the people around me had their own interests and I didn't know how to express myself and I didn't know how to express my ideas or boundaries they were always being dismissed they were always you know I would hear a lot I calladita te ves más bonita which means in Spanish that quiet you look better and so I did sit around very quiet for a long long time but around my 30s I had a really hard time talking about myself I would cry in the office if somebody asked me uh icebreaker question it would be really hard for me to open up and I find that you know socializing can be really hard especially in like a tech era so I wanted to share these things to hopefully motivate somebody to go out and reach out even if it's in a form of volunteering in a form of writing some positive comment to somebody on the internet that feels sad just encouraging them because those little things did help me from strangers from anyone and there's nothing better than realizing that you're capable and so that was really it actually that's really what I wanted to get out of my mind because I think it's been a while that I just kind of share how negative things happen and how we can kind of land in a situation where it's just like fuck it all it's horrible but we can always reach out of our social group of our comfort zone and you can find somebody that finds you talented and unique and special and that's only if we look if we don't look no one's gonna find us no one's gonna see us no one's gonna acknowledge that we are talented in our own way whether it's a listening talent whether it's just being present for somebody those are things that are very random but that I know that every human can offer because a lot of people give themselves to a bad partner a lot of people give themselves to a bad job a lot of people give themselves to money and we could be giving ourselves to another person who is also in need and not in a toxic way again but in a way where if they're in need you could be an example for them to be able to communicate and become stronger and help each other out and be encouraging
so most of my friends I talk to maybe like once twice a year or like once a week or sometimes I just text memes or something funny but I know that for them and even for me when I receive something like that it means a lot so hopefully you're thinking of someone and it doesn't stop you from sending them sending them something sweet something nice something encouraging because more and more as we know in the news things just can become really bleak really fast and how can we at a minor scale make a difference it's all within our decisions so thank you for joining friends of friends i will leave you with that and hopefully you are visiting my arte de abby instagram page and are able to kind of look through some of those resources and share them if you need to have a good rest of your thursday and happy friday eve have a good one bye